Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Being a college basketball fan is stressful. <laughs> Especially for a team like San Diego State, when you don't know early in the season whether any game could be the one like at the end that, oh, that's the resume builder you needed to make the NCAA tournament. Oh, you lost that one, you're on the bubble, and you're headed to the NIT. Because these games, even in November, can be absolutely critical at the end of the season. Now, now hopefully... It won't matter. San Diego State, you know, win their conference, get an automatic bid. But you can't count on that every year. We've seen them on the outside looking in. And uh, last night was a uh, a phenomenally stressful game. Welcome back. It is hour number two of Ben and Woods. Italian Paul in today for Paul Reindel. Going until 10 o'clock here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, how much did you stay up for? I saw you tweet. Why do these games start at midnight? Yeah, 7 p.m. 7, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, I, I made it f- <laughs> uh, to halftime. So it's not as stressful if you just watch half of the game. Just Your impressions little... of the first half. I thought it was a phenomenally was... played first half. I thought it was fantastic. And and we had texted a little bit about it before. And uh, Paulie had asked you for your advice on maybe betting that game. The line at the time was seven. Uh, Paulie had it at five. And you said, man, I I think that they'll win. I don't know that they'll cover. And then Paulie said, my buddy said, Washington loves to run and gun. And they love to chuck threes. If the threes fall, basically... This is going to be a high-scoring affair. The the over-under was 146, which seems really high. For an Aztecs game? And for yeah. an Aztecs game. This is a different Aztecs team. And that, that Washington team last night, they were making everything early. And I saw people upset about the looks they were getting from three. Bro, the, the, the line on Washington was let them fire up three. Let them. Sometimes they go in. I mean, if that's They're your game, good, like, lengthy big men yep. underneath, keep them on the outside, keep them shooting, and eventually that strategy will win out. Correct. It and didn't necessarily in the first half because Washington did hit their shots. Yep, they did. They made their shots, but the Aztecs hung in and and made the the, the buckets they needed. I texted the guys. I go. We're on a good pace here to crush that 146 over, fellas. Yeah, so they were uh, down by as many as seven in the first half, but rallied, and uh, Darion Trammell hit a buzzer beater at the half to give the Aztecs a 43-40 lead. So, yeah, 83 was more than enough to be on pace uh, to hit that over. And then in the second half, Aztecs came out and, and slowly started to pull away. 
Uh, eventually getting the lead up to double digits, Jaden Ledee was once again phenomenal. He had a stretch a in the second half where he just kind of just right there between the free throw line and the three-point line. Just they were afraid of him getting inside, so he just shot and swish, shot and swish, and they could do nothing about it, and he kept piling up the points. The Aztecs went up by 12, and they were right there at that last media timeout, four minutes to go. Up 12. Up 12. They overcame Washington switching to a zone that, you know, played some yeah, – it, it worked for like three or four minutes, and Washington got back within, you know, two or one, and then the Aztecs figured it out, and they, they built the lead up to 12. And you're looking at it, and you're going, all right, now you just need to make your free throw. Just close it out. And San Diego State went into the let's bleed the clock offense. The old – the old prevent offense. Prevent offense. <laughs> and, you know, they had two-on-ones and three-on-twos where they'd break the press, and they had a huge advantage, but they didn't want to take a shot up with 24 seconds left on the shot clock and risk missing it. So instead, they'd pull it back out, and they'd bleed the clock down and, and get a not-great shot off at the end. And then Washington would drive down and make one, and then the Aztecs would do the same thing, and Washington would drive down and make another one, and all of a sudden the lead started getting whittled down. It was still like seven in the last minute, and then the press started paying off for the Huskies, and they forced a late turnover, and you'd now look at it, and there are one possession left. The Aztecs are only up by one, and six seconds, I think, and Washington has the ball, and you're going, well, boy, how did you blow this one? But now there's a chance for the Huskies to win the game in regulation. They drive, there's a shot that goes up, it misses, the Aztecs get the rebound, the horn sounds, and it's like, oh, they, they held on and they won no. by one. But wait, the official way on the other side runs in. No, 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 I got a foul with one second left, and he was right. It was a foul and sent the Huskies to the line. The kid missed the first one, thank goodness for San Diego State, made the second one, and off they went to overtime, tied at 85 and at that point, you're going, oh, man, Washington has all the momentum. And they're on a 7-0 run to close the regulation. They score the first two buckets of overtime. So it's an 11-0 run. And you're thinking, Aztecs are spent. I mean, this is it. They're going to get their doors blown off in OT. But instead, even though Washington kept scoring, San Diego State kept hitting shots, hit a couple of threes back and forth. They kept it close. They finally got a stop, and it was 97 97- 96 Washington with about 35, 40 seconds left inbounding for San Diego State. And, of course, they get it to Jaden Ledee, takes it in, scores about as easy of a basket as he has had all game, just one-on-one off the glass, 34 points, 17 rebounds. Uh, They get a a steal by Lamont Butler on the star player for Washington. Uh, Waters is fouled, hits two free throws, and they survive a three at the buzzer to win it. 100-97 to in overtime. And one of the wilder Aztecs games, at least non-tournament variety, that we have seen in a very long time yesterday. I'm a big uh, Reese Waters fan, the transfer from USC. I watched him a lot. A little step uh, back, fade away, very pretty. Just a, uh, they were talking about his situation when he was at USC, and, you know, they've, they've recruited pretty well at USC, and he, they said he was kind of looking around going, hmm, I, I don't know that this, I'm going to get the minutes I need, makes the uh, the jump, and, you know, talking about his commitment to, to wanting to play really good defense as well, has scored 15 points in, at least in every game until last night, ended up with 13, um, but I, I love watching that dude play. All those guys are players, man. They hustle, they work hard, uh, they earned that one last night. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that you let them 
creep back in the game. Doesn't matter that you almost, you know, almost blew it at the end. You found a way to win in the end, and and they're looking good, man. And then again on on Friday night, Ben, they were fun. They look phenomenal. Uh, Waters isn't the only guy. Other guys have stepped up as well. I uh, want to talk about them. Let me first throw out the phone lines for Take on Woods. Call Italian Paul right now if you want to play against Woodsy here in about three minutes. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Our musical trivia game against Woods. Chance to qualify for that getaway to Las Vegas, but you got a call to play. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Dial up now. Elijah Saunders had his best game. As an Aztec, uh, hit all three of his three-pointers, scored 16 points. Uh, he was terrific. Miles Heidi came off the bench, the freshman. Very few freshmen get that kind of faith from Dutch. But uh, part of it's that he doesn't have a lot of depth. But Heidi stepped up yesterday, uh, had a good game. Um, there were a lot of contributors. To me, you look at this year's team, and I know last year's team ended up in the championship game. I would say from the early going, even with the loss to BYU, this feels like one of the more promising, better San Diego State teams I've seen, just because they can score the ball as well. Yes. I'm, I'm not worried. I know they gave up 97 points. It wasn't because they weren't playing good defense. Washington, that might be their best game all season. They may have lost the best game they play all season to San Diego State. I'm not concerned about the Aztecs' defense. I like what I'm seeing on offense. Feels like this is a complete team. They're currently ranked in the top 25 in the country in both offense and defense. You never see that from a San Diego State team. And I expect when the new rankings come out in two hours for the Aztecs to return to the top 25. If anyone's paying attention to the wins over St. Mary's and Washington, even with that loss to BYU, who's still undefeated, by the way, I would think San Diego State is deserving of a place back in the top 25 today. Yeah, can't really complain much about defense when they, they hold St. Mary's Ben to 21 points in the second half on Friday night. I'm just stifling. Now, St. Mary's did lose again yesterday they to did. Xavier. At, you know, maybe they had a bad, just a bad weekend. Hopefully they'll – you want them to pick it up now and play like St. Mary's because yeah. that, that win will look better later in the season if St. Mary's plays like St. Mary's. I think Washington's going to be a force in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, with the guys that they have, that should end up looking like a pretty good win at the end of the season. San Diego State will now take a few days off. They will take on Cal on Saturday. Cal is not not the kind of quality Pac-12 opponent that Washington is. That's a neutral site game up at Hoodie uh, Sarah uh, High School up in uh, Orange County. They're just going to play in kind of a 5,000-seat high school gym uh, just so it's a neutral site. I think Cal didn't want to get their doors blown off sure. at Viejas Arena, but you know that place is going to be filled with Aztecs fans anyway, and Dutch has, hey, we got a neutral court win. It's like, won't feel neutral court when you're in there, so uh, that'll be the next game for San Diego State coming up on Saturday. Uh, now four and one on the season. Still need that contestant for Take on Woods eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. You can call us up now if you want to join us eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Coming up later in the show today, you just got a confirmation. We're kind of self producing a little bit with Polly on vacation, but uh, Jay Paris is going to join us at nine thirty five. Yeah, excited about that. Texas Jay Jay had some incredible incredible audio was being retweeted and sent to us last Friday. We will talk about that. Uh, really, really, really fiery stuff. And Jay's a really good dude, longtime friend of the program. He'll come on at 9.30. Before that, we'll have our biggest fan of the day, another week of names at 9.15 every morning. Chance to qualify for the sweet night at uh, Petco Park next season. 20 tickets to a 2024 Padres game for you and all of your friends in our Odyssey suite Next season, plus uh, the fan hosts will stop by and enjoy the game with you as well. Just have to register, get your name in if you want to win and hear your name called at 97.3thefansd.com slash biggest fan. 
All right, I see some people calling in, uh, 833-288-0973. Let's get to it. Holiday Week edition of Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. All right, here's what we're playing for. As uh, Italian Paul works the phones, he's, he's trying to figure it out. So our grand prize this month is a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas and two tickets to Luke Bryan, country music superstar. Luke Bryan announcing his final shows of his record-breaking Las Vegas headlining engagement at Resorts World Theater. The five-time Entertainer of the Year as fans on their feet in a high-energy electric performance features only in Las Vegas production elements. The final show dates run December 29th through January 6th. Tickets are on sale now at rwlasvegas.com. Who do we have, uh, Frankie? Jose in San Diego. Jose, welcome to Take on Woods. How are you doing this morning? Happy Thanksgiving week to you. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can take on Woods. Hopefully I'm not too too asleep this uh, morning. Oh, uh, it's okay. Uh, it's always worthy to try the challenge. You are a contestant, and you get to pick our category today. Here are your choices. Woods has left the studio. Doesn't get to hear them. We've got Hey is for Horses, five song titles that begin with Hey. One Step at a Time, those are five musical answers, including the word step. And Fight Club, those are uh, five musical answers that contain the word fight. So, Jose, hay is for horses, one step at a time, or Fight Club, what's it going to be? Let's see, let's try hay. Hay, hay is for horses. horses. All right, so today we've got five song titles that begin with hay, as in H-E-Y. Uh, we'll have 60 seconds to see as many of the five as you can get correct. And then Woods will come in. He'll have the same questions. If you beat or tie him, we'll put you into the drawing for Las Vegas. Sound good, Jose? Okay. All right. First, all right. First question is our two-second song. Frankie is going to play, and he's going to get it queued up here. Uh, a little bit of a well-known tune. You need to give me the title that starts with Hey and the artist to score that point, and then we'll go on from there. So, Jose, are you ready? Yeah. All right, Frankie, you ready? 60 seconds on the clock. The category Hey is for Horses. Your time begins when Frankie plays the music. Good luck, Jose. Let's take on Woods. Give him a little more. Yeah. Okay, let's. That's a tough one. Andre 3000 wrote and performed which 2003 Grammy Award winning hit for Outkast? Yeah, that was the song Hey. Hey what? Oh, hey. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. There you go. The Cuervo Gold, the fine Colombian. Make tonight a wonderful thing in which 1980 Steely Dan classic? Oh, skip. Illinois high school buddies, the Plain White Tees, found themselves with a sleeper number one hit when they released which 2006 song? Uh, Train drops a reference to Mr. Mister in the chorus of which 2009 song that remains the band's highest charting hit? Oh, time is already up. That went fast. You did get one. You got Hey Ya by by Outkast. Hang on the line. I don't know. Woods could have trouble with this one. We'll see. Uh, the other ones, and you know, that was going to be a tough two-second song based on that snippet. 
Well, I won't say anymore because Woods has walked in. So we'll just wait for the answers after Woods gives the rest in. of them. He came in a little before I gave the answers. That's okay. I, wait, I was waved in. All right, Jose's score is in. Let's put 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Frankie plays the music. If he plays the same bit, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Jose. That's Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Wow. Andre 3000 wrote and performed which 2003 Grammy Award winning hit for Outkast? Hey, ya. Correct. The Cuervo Gold, the fine Colombian, make tonight a wonderful thing in which 1980 Steely Dan classic? Hey, 19. Correct. Illinois high school buddies, the Plain White Tees, found themselves with a sleeper. Hey, they're Correct. Train drops a reference to Mr. Mister in the chorus of which 2009 song that remains the band's highest charting hit? Hey, Virginia? No! I thought you were going to get a perfect score hey, there. Their hey, Soul, soul sister. sister is the answer, but you did they get a 4-1 Virginia. win. Meet Virginia, meet but Virginia. hey, Soul Sister. 4-1? 4-1 win. Ooh. How did you get? Now, I was. Now I, I had hoped that Frank would play a little bit more to get to some lyrics, because I thought that would be impossible to get based on that kind of music. Because that was not a distinctive intro like some of our other two-second songs. How did uh, you get that? Because I... Was listen- I'm not kidding you when I say that I was driving around with Hannah this uh, this weekend and was listening to the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> hey, Jealousy. Yeah, gin hey, Jealousy. Blossoms. Found out about you. Love the Gin Blossoms. They, they popped up on my my iPhone, and I was like, ooh. That's why you're so been hard a, to beat. Been a minute. It's why you're so hard to beat. Well, I thought, I'm kind I thought of all that over literally, the place. Jose, I thought that was literally going to be impossible because I was hoping we'd get to the lyrics uh, a few seconds in, and we didn't quite get there. Or did so. he just pick the... Yeah, he just picked a little just bit early. I yeah, just played it a little oh, snippet like a little bit early, and I thought, oh, there's no way anyone's going to get that. The category was? Hey. Hey is for horses. Hey is for horses. Very All good. the songs starting with hey. All right, we'll try to qualify someone tomorrow in another game of Take on Woods. we got Don't Do This coming up next. Always uh, interesting to see a head coach that is just completely broken, just completely snapped in half. and. I think you know who I'm talking about. Well, I mean, about. the hot seat does tend to <laughs> make will, you very uncomfortable up at the does, podium. It does. We'll get to that coming up uh, <laughs> next with Ben and Woods. Man. Check traffic and back with more here on 97.3 The Fan. Be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Primetime NFL games are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan. And on the Odyssey app tonight at 4.30. Listen to the Eagles and the Chiefs. That's not a bad game. Should and then a, a Thanksgiving one. triple header on Thursday starting at 9 a.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. Or simply download the Odyssey app. Search 97.3 The Fan for kickoff. All right, don't do this to start our Thanksgiving week. I will begin with the uh, man whose seat is getting very hot. Los Angeles Chargers head coach Brandon Staley, after uh, falling yesterday to the Green Bay Packers 23-20, to unable to get a big stop after they went ahead on a Keenan Allen touchdown in the fourth quarter, had numerous drop passes, including an absolutely critical one on third down by Quentin Johnston, their first-round draft pick wide receiver. Perfect pass right, by right Justin Herbert. Just to, just hit him in the worst spot possible, right, right in the hands. hands. Even Keenan Allen dropped one right in his chest. Two. Would have been it. That's right. Two. two. Right in the boom. Right in the bread basket. Was just nothing going right. You could see the frustration. Austin of Eckler Herbert. fumbled. Fumbled at the two. Austin tried Eck- to pick it up. Austin Eckler slips twice uh, in that game. <laughs> he runs an out route and just whoop out. Yeah, if you had the uh, over uh, 43 and a half and ended up 23 20, you weren't happy about all the Chargers' mistakes in that game. No, they, 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 they just took it, put it on a silver platter, and said, here you go. But. It's the defense, Ben. The defense has been killing Well, them. the defense has been bad all season. It wasn't the defense's worst game. They only gave up 23 points. But uh, Brandon Staley getting a little tired of the questions. Of 400 yards. About his defense. A defensive coach came in, you know, from the Rams after being their coordinator. And gets the same questions every week. And finally... Got fed up with the reporters trying to play the blame game on the defense in his post-game news conference yesterday. You can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Oh, he's so... He was broken uh, yesterday at the the press. He started screaming, um, you know, hey... It's a team loss. Yeah, it's yeah. not just on the defense. We played well against the run. We need to play better against the pass. We dropped passes. We, we fumbled. Made, yeah. Fumbled. We made mistakes. This is a team loss. I am responsible. I'm the head coach. And at some point, probably going to be responsible with his job because at four and six, really they need to win out to guarantee a playoff spot. I mean, even six and one gets them to ten and seven. That's a Maybe on a tiebreaker, maybe gets you in at six and one, and five and two, you're pretty much out. So their backs are against the wall. The defensive forward. mastermind of Brandon Staley has given up 957 yards of total offense in the last two games. Two games. You got to beat the Packers that have no running back. Both of their running backs are hurt. Got a third string guy in there. Yeah, they did well against the run against a team that has no running backs. You're gonna let you're gonna let Jordan Love carve you up. Yep. Jordan Had his Love. Uh, biggest game ever. Yeah. Uh, his highest passing highest, yards. Yeah. First time over 300 yards. Bro, I I thought it again yesterday. You know they're up north now. We don't cover them a lot. Um, 
if we were here and we covered them as hardcore as we covered the Padres, they would put me in the grave. In the grave covering this. Although team. the people who I still follow who are still Chargers fans, they blame mostly Tom Telesco, sure. John Spanos, the front office, for not getting Brandon Staley the right players. They may not love Brandon Staley, well, but they have a ton I mean, every coach a that comes ton. in has the same problems over and over again. At some point, you got to look uh, a little higher if you're going to pin the blame. Yeah, he's got a pretty long leash there, Tom Telesco. Um, this is a don't do this, but it might as well be a do do this because I laughed my ass off yesterday. Grew up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Was never really a Cowboy fan, but you know, always uh, appreciated the the relationship between Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnston. That's ups um, and downs. Over it the did have its you know, Jimmy came in, lit the world on well, one in fifteen his first year, and then lit the world on fire, started winning Super Bowls. And him and Jerry had a bit of a falling out, and his coaching career ended right there, and he never went back. Jer- uh, went to the booth, TV in the booth, star, very happy to be there, very good at what he does. He's got great, ha- great hair for great TV. hair. Uh, but the Cowboys have their Ring of Honor, and they've got you know everybody's in it. Michael Irvin, Drew Pearson. There's a thousand guys in there. It's it's a really cool thing if you ever get to go see it. So it's a little weird that Jimmy. Jimmy has not been in until now, but listen to the uh, the audio here that just cracked me up yesterday. But I will say this: it was magical the time we had together, and I want you to know something. On December the 30th of 1923, you're going in the Dallas Cowboy Ring. Yeah. Well, I, hope it's, I hope it's 20 something. I hope it's 2023. <laughs> What did I say? 2023. Well, it is 2023. Let me want to get this real clear. Okay, three weeks from now. I'm putting you in the ring of honor in 1920. years ago. Yeah, 100 years ago. Congratulations. Hopping my time machine and I was going dying. back and putting you in the ring of honor. I was, I was dying. But I mean, you know, it's only it's only been the 20. 20s for three years. It's only been the 2000s for 23 years. Right. It takes a while to get used to that. As you get caught up with that. I'm going I'm to put you in in 1923. <laughs> We're going to do that. I was in tears. I mean, I, Jerry I Jones is so old. I'm glad he didn't say 1823. He's so old, man. Oh, gosh. You, you hear that and you're like, all right, bro. It's getting close to the end. All well, right. Just to hang it up. You don't have, you're not going to die or anything. Just hang For a little do-do this. Frank, that's your cue to play DD Mega yep. Doo Doo. He's looking. He's all right. He's finding He's it. That's all right. Good. We'll get to it. I'm going to go back to college no. basketball and uh, Georgetown. They got a new coach this year. Off to a slow start. Name's Ed Cooley. Lost uh, last week to drop to one and two. And instead of what most coaches, college teams, professional teams do nowadays, and that is do everything they can to avoid the tough questions. And I mean, hey. Can we uh, don't ask about this or try to hey, we're going to avoid putting our players in the media sessions. I mean, even Caleb Williams didn't meet with the media after losing to UCLA over the weekend. I know Woods, it's a bad look. I I I don't so. I don't disagree with that. I loved what Ed Cooley had to say. So he's he's got the reporters in front of him and they've got a bunch of young. I mean, there's new beat writers, young beat writers in the D.C. area covering Georgetown. You got some college kids who are covering the team for like the. Georgetown student newspaper and there's not really much in the way of tough questions and Cooley uses this as a good coach should as a teaching moment not just for his players but for the media listen to this the only way you're going to get better is by having the courage to ask the question in these type of situations so when you guys are sitting there don't just sit there like a lump on a log have a great question grow up and learn what it is to ask a tough question seriously 
we owe you an answer or you owe yourself an opportunity to grow. I say that to all of you young writers. Don't sit in here and just be in awe. This is real. Grow up, you're in the room, learn how to ask some questions. Now, normally, normally I'd say a coach going after reporters is a don't do this, but I bet every single person in that room remembers that moment and is better for it going forward, coming with better, tougher, more intelligent questions for a coach and not afraid to speak up in a, in a press conference setting like that. I love what Coach Ed Cooley did. It's the most nerve-wracking thing uh, ever. It just is. and You know, you never really get used to it, uh, asking a question at a press conference. It's terrifying. Well, no I mean, question. usually the coaches cut a fairly intimidating figure up there. But you're also a little bit intimidated by your fellow media members. You don't want to ask someone foolish. You don't want to look foolish. like a buffoon, yeah. Yep, and there's protocols, and you don't want to go outside like, is it my turn? How do I do I get called on? It's more awkward and intimidating than you might think. It, no, it, I think it, a lot of fans think, ah, I, sh- I want to be in one of those oh, press I'd conferences. Crush it in there. I'll scream those questions. Go ahead, give it a try. Give it a whirl. It's terrifying, and I. But that's that is a, a bit of a when a coach welcomes it. I think that's fantastic. Now those guys have a little confidence. They know they can go in and say, all right, all right. Well, you asked for this. Why did you do that? All right, I'm, I'm going to give you a coaching moment. Okay. We should have a Padres new manager news conference that I believe you're planning to attend. Yes. Based on the timing this week. Don't ask. Will you stand up and ask a question of the new Padres manager? Just one. Come up with a good question. Stand up in front of the media. Stephen Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I've put you through a lot, so I'm probably owed And ask a question. I've done it before. It's it's nerve-wracking, but I've done it at these big ones. Even nationally televised ones, I've done it. It's your turn to ask a question at the news conference later this week. Okay. You going to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. That's don't and do do this for a Monday. I won't sleep tonight. That so you know. was don't do <laughs> this tomorrow. I with will not sleep Woods tonight. on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, everyone's going to look and stare at Woods as he's asking the question. It's fine. All the San Diego media members. They, they all, don't, the like me. They all that, don't like me anyway. The ones so. with a grudge. Yeah. Think you don't really belong in this community. It's not really a sports guy. That feels... The- I'm not that saying that it's personal. me. That's weird. I'm just saying. Well, I don't know that they've ever actually said. Have they said that to you? Because I don't. No. Oh no. No. They think it really hard though, so you can almost hear yeah, it. You can hear it in their thoughts occasionally. Oh. Sucks to suck, I guess. All right. Looking forward to Woods's question at the news conference this week. I want to play next for our audience uh, because Jay Paris is going to join us, Ben, at 9:30 this morning. He had to drop a buddy off at the airport. I was trying to get him on for eight. And he's got to drop a buddy off, so he's going to jump on to wrap up the show at 9.30. But if you haven't heard this audio yet, he did an interview last week after the passing of Peter Seidler. And uh, to say that it is so on point, but also very pointed, some of the best audio you'll hear based on uh, the season the San Diego Padres had last year, I would love for you guys to hear it. We'll play it for you next. We'll talk about it. Then we'll reconvene with Jay at 9.30 uh, to, to ask him about it. And it is... <laughs> It really sums it up pretty nicely, and it, it kind of hurts to hear, you know, and I'm sure the Padres, uh, they hear it, and they go, ooh, man, that stings a little bit, but really nice job by Jay. We'll play that next. Don't go away. It's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Show, dude. show to run, not an easy duo to deal with. No, we we, we do a lot on the fly. And we, ooh, I forgot about this. Can you load this ASAP? And then there's a buzzing going on in the stream. You can watch us on YouTube at Ben and Woods. Uh, but I think it's because he's recording some audio that we just threw at him, and that's probably why. So that will that will quit soon. How Paulie manages when there's we throw so me, many though, things. Also. Oh, that's my fault. Yeah. That is my fault. How Paulie manages when we throw so many things at him during the show. Can't tell you how much we do appreciate him. And, Frank, we appreciate you for coming in and, and doing your best. And so far, so good. So far, I mean, so good. It's been fantastic. We've, done, we've gotten uh, through pretty smoothly here with only a couple of tiny technical glitches and hiccups for the first uh, hour and 42 minutes of the program. We're going to come back. That audio that uh, Frankie was working on that you wanted to play from Jay Paris. Have you heard this yet? I really haven't. I saw it online, but I didn't I didn't have a chance to listen Dude. through all of it, so I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, mama. Uh, but it's about Padre season and Peter Seidler passing. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. The, the players. It's, it's pretty good. That's <laughs> coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So I've known Jay a long time, uh, has covered Padres, covered the Chargers, Aztecs, uh, was the columnist long time for the North County Times. He's been a fixture in San Diego media for many years. 30 years, yeah. Uh, the only thing he loves more than San Diego sports is his holiday mixer. Every his, year. his happy hour. His happy hour that's coming out. I don't go to it because I'll get knifed. So I typically uh, <laughs> pass. Hacksaw will knife me if he sees me there. You know, so I, I, I let the... Um, have you been before? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Been, yeah. Several times. He invites me every year. Usually I have a Seals game to call. It always works out that way. This year, there is no Seals game. He knows that. And he's been texting me, and he wants me to come. But I can't go. I'll get in a fist fight. So uh, I'm going to sit it out again. And I hope that the rest of you media heads have a great time talking about run differential and Brady Hoke and all the things that you guys love to talk about so much. Enjoy. I'll be at home, asleep, probably. That's fine. Okay. We, I mean, we'll miss you. You won't miss me. I will not miss I went it's last okay. year. That was when I had laryngitis so bad that no <laughs> hey one guys. could hear me because it was so loud. It's loud and, in there. You know, I'm talking to Ernie Martinez trying to scream uh, just so he can hear Ernie. one word of what I'm saying. But it was hopeless. So I, I left after about 30 minutes yeah. and one beer because there's nothing like being at a party where no one can hear you talking at all. That's true. All right. So um, let's get to this audio that, uh, that Jay had. Uh, I was talking, the, to, talking to Todd Strain, and yeah. Todd had uh, they had sat down and, and did an interview about about Peter Seidler's passing. And um, listen, we you know we we did our show about Peter. Uh, we've talked to a couple of had a chance to email with Tom Seidler over the weekend. Sent us the nicest nicest email. Um, 
they're all obviously still grieving. Everybody is. Uh, of course, you think of his family. But, you know, when he was asked about, for his perspective on last season, kind of knowing what we know now, listen to this audio. This is fantastic. Uh, Peter's passing emphasizes what a colossal disappointment last season was for the Padres. And for those guys to be late for buses and snipping at each other and not pulling the rope in the same direction and pointing fingers. And, and this isn't an anonymous quotes. These are from Juan Soto. This is from Joe Musgrove. This is from Manny Machado that they weren't always prepared and they weren't always willing to fight. And the, the illustration of a gentleman who was a two-time cancer survivor, the grit, the determination that that took, and for his team not to be able to rally, and for his team to throw in the towel early in games. And the body language was atrocious. Now, does that mean anything? I, you know, I don't know. But it, the, the contrast was so telling that here's an owner doing absolutely everything he can to make you win. And he's supplying you with everything and buying everything. And the first sign of adversity, you're reaching for the white flag. Where this guy saw adversity in every aspect of his life, medically, physically, and mentally. But he kept grinding. And that, that really strikes me how there wasn't much of a grind with that team. Yeah. And that team can say, wait till next year. Peter can't say that. Ugh. That next, Last year was his next year. So I'm just hoping, and I know it's pro sports, and I don't want to get Pollyannish about it. But last year, the Padre players played for Peter's money. This year, I hope they play for his spirit. I mean, it, uh, it, Peter's, it knocked me on my ass when I heard that, especially that last line from Jay. That's really well said. It really, it really was. And I had that same sentiment uh, when I heard the news that Peter passed away. Kind of walked around the house a little bit. My wife came home. I told her what happened, and we started talking about it. And, you know, we watch every game, watch every inning, very de devoted to the team. Obviously, we talk about them every day for hours and hours on end. And I said to my wife the exact same thing of, man, like, I just – how could they have known, you know, how hard he was fighting and not given the same back? And she said, well, listen, you know, I know that you sports media types like to think things like that matter. But just because someone's ill doesn't make you a better baseball player. And and she's right. And Jay's also right as well. Um, it, it would be one thing, Ben, if they played 162 and they, they gave it their all and we didn't hear about some of the things that Jay mentioned. If we didn't hear from players, yeah, when, when we get down a run, man, you know, the shoulders slump and it feel, almost feels like it's over. There was an attitude, overarching attitude of, we are quitters. We don't like where we hit. We don't like where we play. We don't want a day off. We do want a day off. I don't want to do this. Please don't make me pitch this long. The whole season, 162 games of, like, I said it at the end of the year, I've never heard worse quotes from a baseball team in my entire life. Across the board, from veterans. The young guys, the, the young guys didn't say a word because, well, they're not supposed to. They're young guys. They're happy to be there. It's not on them. It's on the guys that make $25, $30 million a year uh, to be leaders on that team. And you just never felt it. And I thought Jay summed it up so well with those comments. I really do. And, and again, I don't know just because someone's ill, 
you're going to say, well, let's pull it together. But maybe you don't at least give the outward appearance and have the quotes of saying, yeah, we quit. We quit. Well, times get tough. I'd I'd hesitate to agree if, like you said, if Padres players themselves, if Xander Bogarts himself didn't say, yeah, we get down and we just, we feel like we're out of it. We, you know, there's, we don't have that fight. I mean, you say that over the course of the season. That's the problem for me. The, the weird thing about this is, of course, baseball is, is a game about the long term, the 162 game season. And it's hard to specifically pick a player and say, that guy didn't give it all last year. Yeah. That guy didn't put up his numbers. I mean, Juan Soto, he's the one that they're refer that Jay was referring to having been late for a bus. Yep. Did Juan Soto not pull his weight last year? Because clearly he put up the best numbers of anyone on that team, bar none, and ended up sixth in the MVP voting. Hard for me to blame that season on Juan Soto, that he didn't try enough, give it his all. Uh, you could say Manny Machado absolutely had a down season. No one's questioning the kind of gamer that Manny Machado is and how much he puts into his, how much effort he puts into it, how much heart Manny puts into it, the, you know, playing through pain and injuries to get on the field. Hard to say Manny Machado was the reason the Padres didn't do well this year. His quotes last year were terrible. They weren't good. The quotes weren't good. They were not good. You know, Manny on the field, you you don't doubt that he's out there trying to win. No doubt. I mean, he's the one who gets the most fiery sometimes when he feels like it comes from other players. Fernando Tatis Jr. in the past has had bad body language, as Jay mentioned. You've seen bad body language out of Fernando. Hard to say he was the problem with the platinum glove, the position switch. Uh, he had some of the better quotes all year about just having a good attitude and, and performing. Xander Bogarts, I think he was his quotes were troublesome from the very start. Yeah. But after overcoming an injury, he ended up finishing as, as strong as anyone on that team last year. What I'm saying is it's so hard to pinpoint. Josh Hader is another one. The, the whole I can't go in in the eighth, four-out save thing. No one put up better numbers as a relief pitcher in baseball, really, than Josh Hader did. Who is to blame? Where does where which player does the blame lie with for not giving it all for well, Peter Seidler this I, I, last year? I, I don't think it's a, a it's an an A player. I don't think you look at I know it's a, not. a player. And I think what Jay is saying too is they de- they never really pulled together as a team. And you know I really don't know who that falls on when you don't have your clear. Some people blamed Bob Melvin. Yeah, but that also feels like a bit of a cop out to me for sure to say it was just Bob so Melvin's you, fault as a manager. Do you not agree with his sentiment? Or do you? I find myself agreeing with it, but also knowing, again, it's baseball, and baseball sucks, and baseball's weird, and things happen, and guys get hurt, or guys slump. I'm, I, the culture is what I always look at, and the culture it's, it's was terrible. Because I agree, and I also have no idea how to fix it, and I have no idea when, what, what went wrong. Because I would say in 2022, they had a pretty good culture, and things did come together quite well with the walk-off wins and fighting to the end of so many games and, and rallying into the postseason to the National League Championship Series with essentially the same players. And then it didn't happen last year. And I, was it a conscious decision? How did it ha- How did it happen? Can you analyze what exactly went wrong with those San Diego Padres? I think that's the big mystery that's going to be consuming A.J. Preller and the new manager. 
Like, first you have to identify what it was that went wrong so you don't go back down that same road in 2024. Well, I think Jay laid out a few things that you that need to not go wrong next year. You, you don't need to be late for buses. You don't need to have a fractured clubhouse. You know, you don't need to say that you're out of it. You don't need to say you're not getting what you need to win. You don't need to say... I don't like to hit here. I only want to hit here so I can get my numbers. You don't need to say, don't worry, look at the back of my baseball card. You don't need to say those things. In my opinion, that he is pinpointing what went wrong. There's your, there's your answer key right there. Clean it up. Come together. And like he said, you, you play for it. What do you say? I, the way I would have said it is play for his memory now. like play. He said play for his spirit. Play for his spirit. Yeah. Play for his memory. Play for the memory of Peter Seidler. And again, the the... The fight that he exhibited last year, we didn't see a lot of that on the field. Um, and yeah, again, it's not that's not a perception. Those are quotes. Like, yeah, we get down one nothing early. We feel like it's pretty much over. I'm like, are you you're joking right now? Like, that's you can't have that mentality in in the big leagues, and they know that these aren't young guys that don't know what they're doing. They've been around. So, um, I you know I hope and expect. Hopefully a new manager comes in and helps clean some of that stuff up as well, and we're still kind of waiting on that announcement as well. And uh, But, no, I thought I thought what Jay said, it was moving to me. It was really moving to me, uh, and it hit home. I, I will add, though, that it would be nice maybe if they didn't say some of those things, yeah. but how do you stop anyone from thinking From it? thinking it, of course. What we don't know won't hurt us. <laughs> you know, you can always explain baseball away by saying, Hey man, them's the breaks. Like, ball but, didn't go our but way. But just saying the right things won't necessarily fix the Padres. No, nope, not necessarily. Yeah, you I've have seen, to do that. I've too. seen teams that say all the right things and finish in dead last place because saying the right things doesn't win one ball game in Major League Baseball. No, nope, but again, it's it's about this team being able to come together. And you just you didn't feel you didn't feel like that they they were really together at all. And there's probably a million reasons we'll never know for that. Doesn't matter. That year's gone. Um, and like like he said, man, Peter won't get to see that this year. So you played for his money last year, played for his memory, his spirit this year. That's that's what I really took away from that. I thought it was really beautifully put. As we said, uh, we'll have Jay Paris on at 9.35 to talk about it. But if you want to talk about it, we uh, we have some time for some open phones sure. here in our 8 o'clock hour. If you want to get on the line, 833-288-0973. React to what you just heard from Jay Paris. Your thoughts on the attitude of the San Diego Padres, what does or doesn't need to change going into 2024. Join us coming up next. Give us a call. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 